Hey everyone, it's Adam and you're listening to the Embrace Podcast. God is doing so many incredible things at all of our physical locations in South Dakota, in Minnesota, and also online. Learn more about Embrace and how to get connected at IamEmbrace.com. I hope today's message encourages you and inspires you. Let's jump in. Uh, So that song, Good Old Days, uh, without a doubt, my favorite cover that we have done so far in this Behind the Music message series. A wonderful job done by uh, Lindsay and Tyson, our worship leader at Sertoma, our worship leader out in T, but also just an incredible job uh, by our worship and production team as a whole throughout this entire series. This is the last week of our Behind the Music message series. It's been so much fun, but one thing you guys need to know uh, about our worship and production team, as talented as they all are, uh, they are all even better people, and we are so fortunate uh, to have them as a part of our church. Um, But this song that we're looking at today, uh, Good Old Days, It was originally done by artists Macklemore and Kesha. Uh, Macklemore and Kesha, two people with super cool one-word stage names. Uh, And by the way, if we've not met, uh, my name is Travis, but if you like, you can call me by my super cool one-word stage name, T-Fink, what's up? Um, I am uh, the campus pastor over at our Sertoma campus. But Macklemore, fun fact about Macklemore, uh, he used to be known as Professor Macklemore. He has since dropped the professor uh, part of the name. I'm not sure why he did that. I suppose it's possible he just lost his job at the college that he was working at. Uh, But either way, uh, Professor Macklemore, just Macklemore, I think we can agree that it's a bit flashier than his given name of Benjamin Haggerty. Uh, Kesha, on the other hand, uh, that is just her real first name. Uh, she used to have a dollar sign for the S, uh, but now it's just regular Kesha with a regular S. Uh, so no big deal there. But this song that they did together, Good Old Days, is a big deal. Uh, they got all the way up to number eight on the U.S. charts with certified platinum, but it was an even bigger deal down under in Australia where it got to number three on the charts and it was four times platinum. So it was a Good day for good old days in Australia. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so while it was a pretty popular song, it's possible that you've not heard of it, and that is okay, uh, because while it's a good song, the subject matter of this song is the most compelling part about it. And that, of course, is what we're going to look at today. So we'll get started by looking at the first couple of verses of this song, which also happens to be the chorus of the song. And it goes like this. I wish somebody would have told me, babe, someday these would be the good old days. All the love you won't forget and all these reckless nights you won't regret. I wish somebody would have told me that someday these were, would be the good old days. Now, we've never felt this way before, of course. We've never looked back on our life and thought, man, I wish that somebody would have told me that this was it. I wish that somebody would have told me that these were the good old days. If I would have known, I would have appreciated them more. I wish somebody would have just told me just how good I had it. Of course we do this. We've all done this at some point in our life. All the love we won't forget, all these reckless nights we won't regret. Now that's, of course, part of the song that none of us relate to because we're all good church-going Christians. We've never had a reckless night in our life. Uh, So we don't relate to that part, but we do relate to the song. We reminisce about our past. We think about high school when we used to drive around with our friends for hours, going absolutely nowhere for no reason at all, and yet somehow it was the time of our life. We think about our first love, our first kiss. We think about those butterflies. We think about being young and free with no responsibility. And we think, man, I wish that somebody would have told me just how good I had. I wish somebody would have told me that these were the good old days. 
Kesha, again, one of the writers of the song, she said, this song reminds me of being 16, chasing wild dreams, not knowing that those days would be so precious. And they are, right? They're precious. We cherish those days. And then it goes on uh, to say this, the next line of the song, uh, someday soon, your whole life's going to change. And you'll miss the magic of these good old days. Now, when I looked at this song, this part of it, it felt a little bit heavy-handed to me uh, because it's song, it sets us up to think about all these great times, these highlights in our past. And then the song reminds us that those days are gone. They're gone. Someday soon, your whole life's going to change and you'll miss the magic of those good old days. And we do, don't we? We miss the magic of those simpler times, those times when it felt like we had our whole lives ahead of those, those times when we felt like we could do anything we want it. We just miss it. So now that I've bummed everybody out just a little bit, um, I have a question for you. Um, and that question is this. Uh, why were those days so good? When we look back at those times that we cherish, those times that we miss, uh, why were those days so good? Sure, we didn't have a lot of responsibility. And that's always good. Sure, we were younger and everything is better when we're younger. We could all dunk basketballs and we're all comfortable wearing bikinis. So that was really nice. But is that it? I don't think so. Because the good old days, and we know this, the good old days, they weren't just from high school, were they? The good old days weren't just because we didn't have low back pain or didn't have to worry about paying our electric bill. No, the good old days, it seems like, were from any time in our past. The good old days were at our last job when we think about how awesome our old coworkers were. The good old days were in our old house when we think about all those sweet memories that we had in our old house. They were in our old town and the memories that we had in our old city. They were on our last vacation or on our last night out with friends. It seems like if we look for it, the good old days are anywhere in our past. And I don't know if this is true for you or not. It's true for me. Even when I look at some of my hardest moments I've ever gone through, it seems like they're still good. I'll never forget when my wife, Jesse and I just got married. Uh, we were living in a little apartment in Sioux Falls uh, and we came back from a bike ride and Jesse went back to go take a shower. And I'll never forget the sound of her voice calling my name from the bathroom. She said, hey, Trav. And I went back there and she looked at me with this look of fear in her eyes. And she said, I think I feel a lump in my breast. And she did have a lump. We were terrified. And so we went to the hospital and we sat in the waiting room for what felt like hours to see the doctor. And then we finally got in to see the doctor and we did a mammogram and a biopsy. And then we had to go home and wait for the results for what felt like hours. Those were hard times. They were scary times. And yet when we look back on them, we smile. Because we think about waiting in that waiting room and sitting together in one of those oversized individual chairs. You know what I'm talking about with those? They're, they're for sure made for one person. Uh, but if you really try, you can wedge two people in there. And we were so scared and we were young and I was skinny and it was so fun. And so we wedged into that chair together. Now, every time we see one of those big individual chairs, we laugh. It was one of the scariest times we've ever been through. And yet we smile when we think about waiting for the results in our apartment. I was sitting on our couch. Jesse was laying down with her head on my lap. And I remember just praying together, asking for God to show up, asking for God to help us in this situation. There were hard times. 
They were scary times. And yet when we look back on it, we still see so much good. So why were those good old days so good? I think it's because there's always good. And just to be clear, there was nothing good in being tested for breast cancer. And if you're thinking about hard times in your past, there's nothing good about your specific circumstance. If you lost somebody you love, there's nothing good about that. But it seems like somehow, somewhere in the midst of even our hardest times, there always seems to be some element of good. And as I was thinking about that and praying through this and thinking about what God had to do with any of this stuff, I came across this verse from Lamentation that I wanted to share with you. And the verse is this. It says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. See, God tells us in this verse that independent of our circumstance— His love for us never stops. So whether we're five, whether we're 16, whether we're 35 or 90, his mercy for us never comes to an end. He is with us every morning and in every moment. He is so faithful to us. So as I was thinking about this, I was wondering, is it possible that those good old days are so good because God is so good? Is it possible that these good old days are so good because the good comes from God? I want to keep looking at this question as we look at a story from the book of Exodus. And this is this crazy story, this incredible story, but it also has this wild intersection with our song by Macklemore and Kesha. It's this perfect description of our song and this perfect tie into our song. So I want to look at that. So this story, uh, it tells a story of the Israelites, God's people being in slavery in Egypt. And they're in slavery uh, because the leader of Egypt, the Pharaoh, is afraid of them because there are too many of them. So the Israelites, they were like a lot of us in quarantine this past year, a way too much free time resulting in a lot of babies. Okay, that's really true. That's the reason. Okay, so there's too many Israelites that were getting too big, possibly becoming too powerful. So Pharaoh, he enslaves them so that they don't get too powerful. And so that is where we pick up our story. It starts like this in Exodus 1, uh, starting in verse 12. But the more they were oppressed, the more the people multiplied and spread. See? Uh, So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites and worked them ruthlessly. They made their lives bitter with harsh labor. So not only, not only were they in forced labor, they were in horrible conditions. In just a few sentences, we get a picture of what the life of God's people were like in Egypt. They were worked ruthlessly. One of the stories of that, they would be given these impossible work quotas to meet by the, by the slave drivers. And when inevitably they wouldn't meet them, they would be beaten as punishment. Their lives were made bitter. Then it goes on to say this. It says, the king of Egypt, the Pharaoh said to the Hebrew midwives, when you're helping Israelite women during childbirth, if you see that the baby is a boy, kill him. But if it's a girl, let her live. So step further than horrible working conditions. Now the Pharaoh is instructing other people to murder Israelite children. Okay, I can't imagine living in a world like this, right? I'm, a, I'm enslaved, I'm oppressed, I'm being punished, I'm being beaten, all these things. And then on top of that, I have to worry about the lives of my children. I have to worry about them being murdered at birth. I can't imagine a life like this, and hopefully you can't either. But this was the life of God's people in Egypt. 
Thankfully, though, this was not the end of their story. God intervenes. God steps into the picture. He sees their suffering. He hears their cries, and he says, enough of this. Enough of this cruelty. And he sends, some of you just know this, he sends a man named Moses to help lead his people out of Egypt and out of slavery. Moses does. He meets with the Pharaoh and after a bunch of crazy interactions take place that you should really read about, by the way. It's Exodus uh, chapter three to 13. Just these wild stories if you've not read them before. But eventually, uh, Moses leads God's people out of Egypt and out of slavery. So it's this crazy story. It's this incredible story, but I tell you all of this to tell you what happens next, okay? This is the intersection between our song and this story. This is where we learn the perfect picture of the good old days and the perfect answer to our question of why those good old days are so good. So we're going to look at the song uh, by Macklemore first, and then we're going to go back into our story. So uh, this is the last verse of good old days, and it goes like this. I never thought we'd get old. Maybe we're still young. Maybe we always look back and think it was better than it was. Maybe these are the moments. Maybe I've been missing what it's about. Now this, again, of course, never happens to us, right? We never look back on our life and think, man, uh, that was probably a little bit better than I thought it was. We never look back and think, oh, man, like, it's, is it possible that these were maybe not as good as I thought they would be? We'd never romanticize or glamorize or idolize our past. We'd never do that. Okay, uh, so let's go back to our story and see what happens next. It says, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? That is sarcasm right there. There were graves in Egypt for sure. Uh, They're bummed. They're down on Moses right now. What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. So the Israelites, God's people, they make it out of Egypt but the fight isn't quite over. They're still being chased by the Egyptians. And what do they do? They start to long for the good old days of Egypt. Things are getting hard. They're starting to get overwhelmed. They're scared. And they think back and they think, oh man, my time in Egypt, that was pretty sweet. That was for sure better than this. Whatever was going on in Egypt was for sure better than being chased through the desert. I want to go back there. I want to go back to Egypt. Now, if you forgot, uh, they were in slavery in Egypt. If you forgot, because apparently they did, their baby boys were being murdered in Egypt. And yet, when they think back on that time, they say, I wish somebody would have told me, babe, someday these would be the good old days. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. Why would they do that? Why would they long for slavery? But there are two things happening here. Two things, two really important things. It actually confirms two things that we talked about earlier, and it touches on what Macklemore touched on in the song. Two things that are happening. The first thing is this. There is good in every situation. There is good in every situation. The second thing, the good comes from God. So the first thing, there is good in every situation. So the Israelites are longing for slavery, right? Of course, they're not longing for actual slavery, They're longing for the good that took place while they were in slavery because there was good in the midst of it, right? There's always good. There was so much good, right? They come home at night, they have dinner with their family, they make a quick kid, right? They go, I don't know, play like freeze tag or something like that. I don't know what Israelites do. All kinds of fun stuff. 
There was so much good in the midst of that. And they think back and they long for that. They long for that. They remember those good times. But what they forget, what they forget is the second thing, that the good comes from God. So they're longing for all the good stuff that God gave them, but they don't long for God. And that's where they miss it. And that's where we miss it. Care verse, because, because the love of God for us never ceases, because it never comes to an end, because his mercies never come to an end, because they're new every morning, because he's so faithful to us. Yes, there's good in every situation, but it comes from him. We get frustrated with the Israelites, or at least I do. I just want to shout at them like, Israelites, hey, like don't long for Egypt. What's the matter with you? Do you remember? Do you remember what Egypt was like? You were in slavery. It was not good. It was not a good circumstance. Don't long for that. But they forget. But they forget. And maybe it's just like Macklemore said. Maybe we always look back and think it was better than it was. And maybe we do. And maybe it was. But what we also do is we forget that there was good in the midst of it, and the good comes from God. And what we also forget, which is even more important than the first part, is we forget that that same God who made those good old days so sweet is the same God who is with us right now. But we often don't long for God. Instead, we long for the stuff that he gave us. Let's long for God, because if we do, if we long for him, then we'll see that the good old days are happening right now. Because God, he is with us right now. Because good comes from God. The good old days are happening right now, but we forget. And we can't forget. So I have one final question for us to help us to not forget. And that question is this. What do you long for? What is the thing that you long for? thing that you think about it, and if I, if I just get to that, or if I could just get back to that, then those would be the good old days. Then things would be good if I could just have, what is it that you long for? We get down on the Israelites for long and for slavery. We do the same thing. It just looks different. It just looks different. We're both longing, just like the Israelites. We're just both longing for the thing that isn't the thing that's actually going to give us what we want. So whether we're longing for slavery, whether we're longing for our past because that was so good, whether we're longing for, for a new job or a new relationship, whether we're longing for the future because there's so much possibility in the future, whatever it is, if we're not longing for God, we miss it. Because the good, it comes from him. So what are you longing for? What do you long for? And I just wonder... If other people knew what it was that you and I were longing for, if other people knew the things that you and I think would actually fix our situation, would make everything so good, I just wonder if they'd want to shout at us, like we want to shout at the Egyptians, hey, that's not it. Hey, don't long for that. That's not it. Do you remember what it was like at that last job? Do you remember why you left? Hey, that's not it. Don't long for that. Don't long for that next relationship. Has that ever been it? Has that ever made you happy? That next thing, that next house, that next car, that's not it. That's not going to be it. It's never been it. But we forget. We forget and we can't forget. 
There is good in every situation. If we don't look for it, we're never going to find it. But if we don't know where to look, we will always be searching. There is good in every situation. We've got to look for it to find it. But if we don't know where to look, we will always be searching. Because the good, it comes from God. Once more, the good, it comes from our verse in Lamentations. It comes because the steadfast love of the Lord, it never stops. Because no matter, independent of our circumstances, God loves for us, it never comes to an end. His mercy never stops. It's new every morning and in every moment. He's so faithful to us. The good comes from God. So we long for him, we look for him, and we see that the good old days are all around us, that he is providing for us. He's looking out for us. He wants what's best for us, and it's happening now. Not in the past, not in our future, right now. Our past wasn't perfect. Our present isn't perfect. Our future isn't going to be perfect, but God, he will be. So we long for him, and when we do, when we do, we will find the good old days, and we will see that they are all around us, and they're happening right now. Would you pray with me? Uh, Father God, we just thank you that you are so good to us. God, teach us. God, we fail just like the Israelites do, and we start to think that the good stuff you gave us is actually the stuff that we need when we really need you. God, just teach us. You're a loving Father. Your mercy never comes to an end, so just have mercy on us and show us what it looks like to long for you. Show us what it looks like to think about you in every situation and what you have to say about it. God, show us what it looks like to not think about our past and think about our future like that's going to be the answer, but look to you to be our answer. God, show us what that looks like. Please, God, we need your help. We want to long for you. Teach us what it looks like to long for you, God. We know that you will do it because we know how much you love us. We know that you are pleased to do that, God. So would you please do it? We love you, Lord. We pray in the powerful name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message moved you in any way, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to never miss your dose of encouragement. You can also follow us on social media with the handle at I am Embrace. Again, we are thrilled you took the time to join us today. And if you live anywhere near one of our locations in South Dakota and Minnesota, we would love to have you join us in person. You can find out more and start a conversation at imembrace.com. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.